This is the CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, and pride. And you're listening to a Testimony Talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the very first ever Testimony Talk. And I couldn't think of a better person to have with me here today than my good friend, Chef Bob. Chef Bob, would you introduce yourself, bro? Sure. How you doing, guys? How you, how you doing, everybody out there? This is Bob Rodriguez. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ and I struggle with sexual purity and anger. What's up, Bob? Bob, how are you doing, man? How How is quarantine over there at the Rodriguez house? You know, it's 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 been pretty good. We uh, I've been keeping busy. Uh, I'm working from home. I haven't lost my job. And uh, it's just not a lot of work right now, as you know. Uh, the entertainment business uh, and sports business just isn't doing much right now. But but we're holding tight. Good, praise God, man. I'm glad you guys still have a job and everything that you 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 need, your essentials and all that stuff. So that's really great. Um, for yes. those of you who don't know, Bob is. Uh, plays a huge role in, in stuff that goes on um, in our city for sports, uh, mainly basketball, right? Right. And so a lot of cool stuff like that. And um, he actually puts on our golf tournament at, at Palm Valley and just, uh, you know, uh, always sets up everything for our event to celebrate recovery. And so we we love him very much. And so I'm uh, very excited to just kind of hear a little bit from him. I'm excited to get to know him better, a little bit better myself. Um, and then for those of you, you listeners, to get to know Bob, because he is just a great dude. So, uh, Bob, would you just kind of uh, tell us a little bit about kind of your, your childhood, your upbringing, and kind of, uh, I don't want to say where it all went wrong, you know, uh, <laughs> but, but just give us a little bit of background about Bob. Okay. Well, I'm a, I was born and raised here in Phoenix, Arizona, and mm-hmm. uh, grew up downtown. Uh, Went to high school here at St. Mary's High School and then went to Phoenix College, uh, graduated from Phoenix College and went on to Arizona State University and graduated at Arizona State University under an elementary education degree. And um, I taught here in the Valley for a couple of years and then I got into a corporate America, which I worked for American Express for 30 years. Um, in that interim, I worked part time for the Talking Stick Resort Arena where the Phoenix Suns play. And that's where I'm currently at now. I've been full-time there nine years. Uh, but overall, uh, with part-time and full-time, I've been there a total of 27 years. Wow. So uh, just a little bit about my background uh, as far as here. Uh, I did live in California for six years uh, uh, during my <laughs> hiatus of, uh, of trying to recover from alcohol and drugs. Um, but, uh, we won't, we won't go into too much on that one. So, uh, yeah, but I, uh, it's, God has been with me all these years. Uh, I just can't say any more about how my life has been, uh, following my Lord and Savior and, and also all the, uh, all the, the roads that I've gone down with. Him. It's just, it's amazing how he comes to play and how he, he comes forth and he has plans for you. I just, I just love him dearly. And, uh, I I just can't say more about him. This program that John, uh, John and and all the other leaders are in, which is celebrate recovery. 
I've been in it since uh, 1995. So uh, with John running it here at Palm Valley, uh, and also me being at Palm Valley, going to church here at Palm Valley, um, it's just a, been a, a, a great journey. And I'm glad that, that John has brought it back to Palm Valley. Uh, uh, I've been in, in Salbury Recovery and other churches. But, uh, you know, Palm Valley has always been my heart. It's always been there. You know, I was saved there, uh, and, and God let me there. And, and I just love being part of that whole, this whole church and, and everyone around. Mm. Well, we are, we love having you. So, <laughs> but what, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that, about kind of coming to Palm Valley, uh, getting saved and even kind of getting into CR. Uh, what did that look like for you? Well, uh, my past was not very good. I, I was into alcohol and drugs. And, uh, I, uh, during my high school years, I, I never did, uh, go into, into drugs or alcohol. I was always an athlete. I played a lot of sports. Um, and when I went to Phoenix College, graduated from St. Mary's High School, and I went to Phoenix College, I, I got a scholarship to play for them. I played basketball, but I did hurt my knee real bad, and, and I couldn't play anymore. So um, basically what I did was I kind of went back into the neighborhood that I grew up in, and the neighborhood I grew up in was, was just very – a lot of abuse, uh, a lot of drugs, alcohol. Uh, the friends that I had there, you know, pretty much now are all dead uh, because of drugs and alcohol. So I went back into that that environment, which I, I you know, I should have never done. But because what it did was for many, many years, um, I was very, uh, I was an alcoholic and a drug addict and um, lost my first marriage because of all that. Um, I didn't, I, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a fun life for me. It was a more of a party life. I didn't care about anybody. I didn't know God. I wasn't with God. Um, although one day, uh, I did overdose uh, pretty bad with alcohol. And, uh, my current wife looked at me one day when I came home from that and looked at me and said, you know, you're all purple. And it's kind of, kind of hard because if you know me and you see me, I'm, I'm pretty dark brown. <laughs> so the purple was, was really scary to her. Well, mm. I, I didn't realize that I, I had alcohol poisoning and drugs uh, inside of me that, that, that was just eating me up. Mm. And right then and there, I, I knelt down and I prayed to God. I said, you know, first time I'd ever done this, first time I'd ever prayed to him. And I said, please take all this away from me. I don't want to do it anymore. I saw my dad die of alcoholism. And I just didn't want to go down that route anymore. And all of a sudden, right then and there, I felt somebody putting this hand on my shoulder. And I really thought, I didn't know it was God. I kind of thought it was my brother who had passed away <laughs> uh, six years earlier. Oh, wow. Telling me, telling me, don't do this. Don't do this because the family doesn't want you doing this. And, and from then on, I, I just stopped. I, hmm. I, went cold, I went cold turkey. I stopped. My and uh, my wife couldn't believe because I didn't go into therapy. I didn't do anything. I just, you know, it just came over me where I didn't have that urge to do it anymore. Wow. And I just stopped. And God, I know God was with me all this time because my wife, uh, I love her dearly, and she is with the Lord constantly. Looked at me, and I told her, I said, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here, but I don't have, you know, the, the habits anymore. I don't want the drugs. I don't want them. She looked mm -hmm. at me and she knew that God was talking to me. 
Mm. And so at that particular point, she asked me to go to church with her. And I said, well, where are we going? She said, Palm Valley. And I said, okay. And this is back when Pastor uh, uh, Rollinger was, was the pastor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went back, and this was over at the uh, theaters. And I went with my wife, and I was, you know, kind of leery about going because I, I, you know, I was brought up Catholic. Right. Went to a, a non-denomination uh, church like uh, Palm Valley. I didn't know what I was getting into. Sure. When I, when I walked into the church, I heard Greg talking about his life. Mm-hmm. And when as he was talking about his life, I looked over at my wife and I said, wow, he's telling my story. Mm-hmm. And she just looked at me and smiled. And she knew then that God was inside of me. God came to me. God was trying to save me. Yeah. So I, I did continue to go to church. I followed Greg. Greg was a very great counselor of mine. We had many talks together. And he asked me, uh, so, you know, maybe you should just go to this group that we have called Celebrate Recovery. I think you're going to like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to help you a lot, Bob. And so I said, okay, I'll try it. You know, my wife had already been going, so I tried it. I went in, and uh, I didn't like uh, I, I didn't like the, the guys that were in it. Okay, I didn't like the program. <laughs> um, I was kind of like, you know, I told my wife. In fact, I came out to my wife. I said, you know, I, they're a bunch of weirdos, man. I don't want <laughs> I don't want to be in there. You know, I hate being there. But you know what? Again, what God did was he opened up my eyes, my heart, my ears, and I started listening to these guys. And I'm thinking to myself, boy, these guys, I can't hold a candle to some of these guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have some very serious hurts and pain. Mm -hmm. I don't have that much, but I'd like to know how they're dealing with it. Oh, yeah. And, and. One of my first meetings um, with my brother Hector Ortiz, who had um, kind of got me into the meetings at first, along with Pastor Greg. Um, you know, after one of my first meetings, he asked me, he said, Bob, can you pray? Close us in prayer. Well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was born up Catholic, something. Okay, what do I say? Hail Mary, our Father? I don't know. I've never, I've never prayed in front of men. Never. Mm-hmm. So he says, just pray uh, with what's on your heart. And I did. And you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. It's kind of like my testimony. I did not know what I said. Mm-hmm. And the man and Hector all looked at me and said, that's a beautiful prayer, Bob. And I went, what did I say? <laughs> God, I'm telling you right now, my Lord and Savior has always put stuff in my mouth to say, because I know there's messages there. And mm-hmm. I know that he, you know, I'm his, I'm his student, you mm-hmm. know, I'm his child, you know, and he, and he takes me out and he has me talk to men and he tells me, this is what you've got to say. Okay. And mm-hmm. it's coming through him. It's not coming through me. You know, all I'm doing is I'm a representative of him. Right. Um, so I continued with, with Salisbury recovery and 25 years later, here I am. I'm still a celebrity recovery. I love the program. I never did go back to drugs or alcohol. I am working on my sexual purity and my anger because, as you know, addicts always have something that they're looking for to make them feel good. Okay, sure. so they go from one addiction to another. I, I'm going to be honest. I, I've been through all of them. 
Yeah. I started with alcohol and drugs. That was just a cloud. And then I went from that to financial. And I went to, to overeaters. And then I went into depression. I went and, and, and I, God opened up all those doors for me. And I walked through them. Mm. Okay. And now I'm dealing with, and I've always had anger because as a, as a child growing up in the neighborhood I did, it's always been in, in, inside of me. Uh, you know, I was like a caged animal. Mm-hmm. And so anger to me has been very, very um, hard to try and control because I, I have a tendency to let the devil come in and, and instill in me anger. So I, I, do, I do work a lot on that and I ask God for help. And, and you know, I, would, I, I do want to say that it's been a long road with mm-hmm. that, but it's getting a lot better. Yeah. My sexual purity, well, you know, that goes along with every, just about every man that I know of, you know, the, the pornography or the, or the lust or whatever, you know, it is towards, towards other, you know, the other gender. And um, Christ, again, is opening my eyes, and, and I'm listening to him. And, mm-hmm. and it's not like I used to before where, you know, I would look at a female and look at her two or three times, you know. It's like I turn my head. And I say a quick prayer, and God's there with me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I'm not sitting here to, you know, to tell you that I'm perfect because I'm not. Okay, <laughs> and I, I work on that. That's why I go every Monday. I try to get. I talk. I've got 12 guys that I sponsor. I talk to them all the time. They talk to me. I have a sponsor who I talk to. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I have a lot of accountability partners. John's John's one of them. You know, one of my main ones. As well as, oh, excuse me, as well as Chris and Lorenzo, and, every, and everybody there at the, at the Palm Valley, and uh, it, it's just, it, I just can't say anymore. It's been a, a beautiful road. I'm getting older, and as I get older, I feel like I'm getting wiser. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, I look back, and yeah, it wasn't a pleasant life, and I, and I hurt a lot of people. But as you know, the celebrate recovery. There's always, there's always room for forgiveness and make amends. And that's what I do. I do a lot of that. I go back, even people that, that I've run, you know, up across that I haven't seen for years, I stop them and I say, hey, hey man, <laughs> remember this time? Yeah. Back in the day, and they go, yeah. And I go, I just want to let you know that I'm really sorry that that, that happened. You know, so mm. please forgive me. So, that's so cool. Yeah, it's great. It's great. You you actually uh, bring up a a good point there. I was wondering, what uh, is there a step or something that you've done in the program that is either like that you want to share that would be super encouraging, or maybe a part of it that's been really difficult for you? Is there one or the other? Yes, I think the most difficult step for me was step four. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, you know, as you know, in step four, to me, taking inventory and logging down everything every person that you have hurt and i go i mean some of these were tough like my Mm -hmm. ex-wife my son you know uh step four reminds you that you've got to make amends and take inventory for these for everything that you have done so you've got to make it there's a checklist that you do and for me um that was probably the hardest because i i took that checklist and I, I wrote everything down, went out, out, name by name by name, 
and went and asked for forgiveness. Mm -hmm. I think the toughest one for me was my dad. Because mm. my dad died of alcoholism, he was very abusive, and I didn't understand why he did what he did. Okay, and so I wound up not, you know, my dad never told me he loved me. I wound up, uh, you know, not not loving my dad. Yeah. And when my dad passed away, I had no, you know, I had no feeling, mm. no feeling for him whatsoever. When I got into the program and I knew that I had to ask for forgiveness, the first thing I had to do, my dad was was dead. First thing I had to do was I wrote a letter to him and I took it to his grave and I asked him at his gravesite to please forgive me. And I listed everything on that letter. Mm. And as I walked away, I felt like these bricks were just lifted off. Mm. So step four was very, very tough for me. Um, um, I think, you know, step, step, uh, 11 and 12 for me were, were very victorious because mm -hmm. um, there's victory in, in what you have done. But um, the first step, you know, realizing that your life was unmanageable, that was hard for me to, to come across because I, I, did, I didn't know what that looked like. Mm -hmm. okay? Even though I was had alcohol and drugs, I just didn't know what that looked like. Yeah, but then I realized being unmanageable of your life was all of that. Mm -hmm. So those three there: step one, step four, and probably step twelve. Uh, this Anna and step twelve being victorious. Right. Um, those are those are the ones that stick out the most for me. Mm. That's so cool. I, you know, those are like probably my favorite steps as well too. <laughs> so I, I think that's probably one of the reasons why we get along so well. It's just, uh, it's right there at the beginning. That's just like something just beautiful happens, right? We're starting in a, a lifelong journey and then step four comes along and it's kind of almost like solidifying. It's like, if yeah. you're willing to do step four, then man, I'm really excited for your future. And, and then 11 and 12 are just, yeah, absolutely like, let's do this for the rest of our lives. And so, yeah, yeah I'm right, I'm right there with you. Um, I was just thinking as we were kind of talking here, I thought it might be kind of fun. Uh, you and I met, uh, right around 2017, right before we started celebrate recovery at, uh, or, or relaunched it rather anyways. And, and I know that you ha were uh, good friends with Mark, pastor Mark, and he introduced us and because you were interested in getting involved. And so I was just wondering, I've never even asked you this question. So listeners, you're, you're, we're, we're together in this. What, what were your thoughts when you came into the office and you sat down and you saw this little punk <laughs> who was, was relaunching Celebrate Recovery? What, what, were your, what was going through your mind, man? Well, John, you know, it was, to me, you and I and I and I kind of remembered you from when you, you and your mom were going to the gymnasium. Remember? Yep, yep. Uh, back when, when uh, uh, like 2007 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, when, yeah. yeah. I kind of remembered you a little bit. I remembered your mom, but that didn't phase me. I mean, yeah, I looked at you and I, I know that you were younger than me, <laughs> but it didn't it didn't phase me because what I what I was looking at. And this is what it was. What I was looking at was someone to tell me 
and celebrate recovery is coming back to the Palm Valley. Mm-hmm. And we're going to launch this and all of us are in it together. I never looked at you, to be honest, I never looked at you as the focal point of this whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Because, because again, you, the way I looked at you was, Oh, well, this is a representative from God. Yeah. God sent John. Okay. Mm. God didn't send an 80 year old man. God, <laughs> God didn't send a 10 year old kid. God sent John and John, your story was unbelievable. So I fell in love with that right off the bat. Mm. Okay. And all I wanted to do at that particular time was just to help, to be part. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to do. I didn't want to be, uh, you know, a leader, so to speak, as far as like yourself. Um, even though with Palm Valley, I have always wanted, and I, and I still do, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be part of Palm Valley in some way, okay? Yeah. And whether it's missions or whether it's going out and, you know, talking to people, whatever it is, that's that's my calling. I know yeah. that's my calling because God wants me to do that. So with you, John, I mean, it, it, it's it, when we go to celebrate recovery with you, it, you give us a chance to express ourselves as, lead, as leaders and what we and you know what we can do best, what are our roles going to be. So that's how I was looking at you. I'm looking at you like, oh, okay, Pastor Mark, who I do, love dearly. He's he's a great guy. You know, I we had come to him previously before you came along and asked if we could launch uh, mm. recovery at that particular time. At that particular time, uh, the, you know, the church wasn't going in that direction. Yeah. And then when Mark called me and said, hey, guess what? I said, what? We're going to celebrate recovery again. Oh, man, you're kidding. Great. And he goes, yeah, I want you to talk to John Leonard. I go, okay, sure. That's when I went to your office and we met. And that yeah. was great. I mean, you know, it, it, it's been like that. You know, there's there's a lot of, I've run into a lot of people who have egos, John. Mm-hmm. And egos about being leaders. Egos about running celebrate recoveries. Yeah. Uh, that's not what I'm about. I'm about here just to help. I want to be able to help anyone mm-hmm. I can. Yeah. Because God, you know, God blesses those that help. Yeah. Well, and you know what, honestly, man, I feel like I knew that's what you were going to say because there it in any kind of leadership whatsoever i think that it is difficult um to just be a part of something let alone lead something and and it was intimidating at first for me to meet you knowing that you had a background in celebrate recovery and that knowing knowing that you wanted to be involved in those different types of things but i knew as soon as you came into my office and we sat down and we talked i could see the humility i could see just your genuineness. And um, it's just always so humbling for me when guys come into the program and they, because I'm not about it either, man. Like I, at the end of the day, I don't want to, I don't want to be a, you know, the, the leader or, or anything like that. It's just being willing to do whatever God calls me to do, you know? And I've been so humbled by the fact of people coming in and supporting me and supporting the group and just furthering this idea of, because it's not my CR, you know, it's not Palm Valley CR, it's God's celebrate recovery and the things that he does or chooses to do there is what he chooses to do. And I've just been so grateful for, for you and the opportunity for us to be able to 
lead there together. And I think that CR at Palm Valley is partially what it is because of you and, and your influence there. And just a, a, along with all the other leaders and volunteers that we have, I mean, I, I obviously I'm very partial to the folks that we have, but each one of them brings a different dynamic, you know? Yes. And, and I just love, it doesn't matter who stands up on Monday night um, or any other night that we gather, um, everybody I feel like reacts the same, right? Like we all feel so deeply about one another and not, and it doesn't shift, you know, it doesn't change between each person. We all right. care. Uh, we're just, it's just a really great family. And so I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And um, man, I'm so thankful that you would just even share a bit about your story. And, and if you guys want to hear more from Bob or, or get to know him a little better then I would definitely encourage you to come on a Monday night and, and get to know him a little bit better. Your life will be better if you know yep. Bob. <laughs> and so, um, Bob, is there anything that you would just leave uh, maybe to, to a newcomer, maybe somebody who has never been um, or it doesn't even plan on coming to Celebrate Recovery? What would you say to, to those people out there? Well, first of all, if you're dealing with, with your pain or your hurts or habits or hangups, whatever you have, uh, Celebrate Recovery is a place where you can come. You can be yourself. Uh, you know, God's there with you, okay? We don't, nobody is going to judge you. Nobody is going to think differently of you. Because everyone that walks through those doors for Celebrate Recovery is walking in with our Lord and Savior, mm. okay? And he is the one. You and him are the ones that are going to walk down that road of recovery. Mm. So, if, like I say, if you're hurting out there, come join a meeting. You know, I, we tell newcomers that come in, we tell them, you know, one of the things we tell them is give, give this program at least six weeks. Yeah. If you don't like it, then maybe it's not your calling. But I, I have never seen, uh, you know, anyone that walks through those doors that is serious about getting rid of their hurts, hang-ups, habits that come into Celebrate Recovery and leave. They yeah. stay. Mm -hmm. And, John, you know how many people we have seen walk through those doors from the beginning that we started. Yeah. And I've seen miracles all over. Amen. I, I could go on and on with people that I have seen, but Celebrate Recovery is a great program. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, a great, it's a great ministry, and you're right. It doesn't belong to any church because it's God's ministry. And once it's God's ministry, it's your ministry, mm -hmm. okay? And you can feel comfortable coming, sitting down, listening to the lessons, listening to the prayers, listening to the worship. Mm -hmm. It's amazing what you will find. So, yes, if you're interested, please contact all of us. I mean, you know, John, myself, Lorenzo, Alex, there's Chris, there's, you know, Angie. Uh, I mean, I go on and on and on with all the people that, that we have right now that will never, ever, ever turn you away. Amen. They will bring you with open arms because that is what Christ wants. He wants us to hug you because he's not here in front of us, but he's Amen. here with us. Okay. Amen. He wants you to hug. He wants us to hug you, tell him, tell you we love you and you're home. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I would tell. Praise God. I love that, man. It's so good. So, 
Thank you so much, Bob. I look forward to meeting again with you in person once once we get the chance. But uh, thanks so much for being on the podcast, and we'll we'll talk to you later. Love you, buddy. Thank you. Thank everybody out there. See ya. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Monday discussion. I hope that you take what we talk about here and have conversations with others. The things that we talk about on here are meant to start conversations, not end them. So I pray that you would talk with someone about what you heard here today and that you would look for ways to be a light in your own community. If you're struggling to find community and people to talk with, then please send an email to recovery at palmvalley.org and I will personally get you connected with a volunteer from Celebrate Recovery because nothing changes the fact that we need each other, even if that means that we have to find new and creative ways to do so. You can also send me encouraging messages, comments, or concerns to that same email, recovery at palmvalley.org. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. I love you all, and I hope to see you soon.